Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today for an exciting time of coffee and whatever I decide to talk about today. (laughs) Oh, well, it is Wednesday, the 19th of July, and the the month is almost two-thirds over. Like I say, 4th of July hits, boom. End of summer is coming. Days are getting shorter. The sun is not up as early. And the the, uh, evening is coming a little bit quicker. And my wife and I are sad about that. Uh, There's so much to do and so much has not gotten done. But we have gotten a fair amount taken care of here on the farm. But... We still have a lot to get done. Oh, well, I apologize for not having a podcast on Monday, but we were actually on a short vacation. And uh, don't necessarily like making a podcast saying, hey, we're way out in California or we're in Europe, like we go there for vacations. Uh, And so, you know... You know, come on out to the farm because no one's here. No, we're, we don't. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You uh, some things you just don't advertise. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that every time I miss a podcast means we're on vacation. Sometimes I'm just a bit lazy and don't get it going. But I'm trying to do better. Trying to do better. So anyway, uh, we are back. We rolled back into town yesterday, and it was a it was a fun time. Um, we went down to Kentucky to visit our son and son and, uh, son and <laughs> daughter-in-law, Aaron and Ava. Uh, they live down there. And Aaron, of course, you've heard me talk about how he works at the National Park. And Ava is a school teacher. So in the summertime, she's taking classes and workshops and things to uh, continue her career. Uh, but we took down our youngest Uh, grandson for an adventure. You know, when it comes to birthdays and kids, my observations are two things. Uh, You get them a toy. They either like it or they don't like it. They play with it or they ignore it. And with a lot of the different toys, they're, they're broken in short order. Um, And then the other thing is, even if they play with it, um, they often don't remember who gave it to them. Um, And this is where the idea of, not to say you don't get them toys, but this is where the idea of, of adventures come into play. And so we planned a, uh, a series of adventures for him on this trip. And so just to give you some ideas of what we did so that maybe you can try this with either your kids or your grandkids or even great grandkids. Um, one of the things we did uh, or some of the things we did centered around the cave, uh, Mammoth Cave, because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in Mammoth Cave and in the immediate area. Now, for those of you who for some reason, don't know Mammoth Cave. And frankly, a lot of people don't. It is the world's 
longest cave. It is approximately 420 miles long when you look at all the mapped passages. Now, that's not like from one end to the other, you know, like a straight shot. It's There are a series of caves in uh, that part of Kentucky that uh, is near the towns of Cave City and Park City and uh, what is it, Brownsville, Brownfield, something like that. And they have just the right conditions for the creation of caves. And a lot of these caves uh, over the past 200 years were believed to all be separate. And then they've been discovered to actually being a part of one another and actually meshing together to form a very, very large cave system that's known as Mammoth Cave. Uh, In some areas, we're a part of it, but because of sinkholes and collapses, uh, passages have been blocked and they've now become separated. But it, it appears that they're all just greatly linked. But there's other caves in that area as well. So we, our, our grandson had not been in a cave before. So we, uh, we wanted to introduce him to the idea of a cave. And so on the first day uh, that we were down there, uh, we went to the cave, you know, saw our son, and, uh, and uh, Dawn and, uh, uh, and our grandson, Judah, uh, they, um, they went on a hike. And they hiked down to the historical entrance of Mammoth Cave. And then they hiked around the area because it's a very large national park. And they did some hiking trails. So that was kind of an introduction to it. And he, you know, he he got to do some adventure hiking. The next day, we went to uh, a local cave there that is not connected Actually, it's not connected in any way to Mammoth Cave. It's actually on the top uh, or near the top of uh, one of their little mountains. My wife says they're hills uh, that are that are up, you know, up on the top. And so it doesn't connect. It's nowhere near the levels of where Mammoth Cave or any of the other caves are. And so we went through it. It was a smaller cave. It was a smaller group. Um, you know, he got to ask a lot of different questions, and uh, it was a good initial cave experience because the next day was going to be an even bigger one. Uh, and so the next day, he got to do what they call the trog tour. Now, if you've got kids that are between, I believe it's 8 and 14, and you want to give them a really neat adventure, Take them down for the Trog Tour. Now, you may have to get tickets ahead of time because, frankly, at Mammoth Cave, even though they have lots and lots of tours going, they sell out all the time. So you need to get your reservations in early. But, uh, no, the Trog Tour is a wild cave tour for kids only. So they have two of the rangers that, uh, that take, oh, I don't know, there was... There was probably a dozen or more, more than a dozen kids on this. And they uh, they get suited up in coveralls. They get a helmet 
with a light on top and not like a kitty helmet. These are, this is, this is the, all the, the good gear. And they, uh, they go in through the historic entrance. They walk for quite a while down one of the trails. And if you've been in Mammoth Cave, they go back uh, to the area of where the giant's coffin is. And then they drop down on some side passages that no one else gets to tour because this is part of the, you know, their wild cave crawling tour. And so he, he spent about an hour and a half on this crawling tour. Uh, the longest crawl, I think it was like 150 feet uh, that, that he did. And it's, it was, you know, definitely something he had never done before uh, and created for quite an adventure. And then uh, there was also there at the cave, uh, they have a, a thing with the National Park Service called the Junior Ranger Program. And so this one centers on caves and wildlife up above the surface, as well as wildlife below the surface. And so they have a book that they, they have to do different exercises, filling out, uh, and he was eager to do that. And when he, you get complete, he gets completed, then he has earned a Junior Ranger badge. And his uncle, Aaron, he, uh, uh, in his, you know, full uniform, uh, swore him in as a Junior Ranger. And uh, he thought that was pretty cool. And frankly, I think that's pretty cool. So there was, you know, those kind of things that took place there. Uh, we did a few other things around uh, that he was not quite as excited about. But the last thing we did was we went to uh, there in Bowling Green. They have uh, a local amusement park, uh, water park. That's not like a big one. I mean, it's not like Holiday World. That's that's a big one. Uh, but this one, it's a it's a nice size one for a town like Bowling Green, and it actually. <laughs> It started uh, being a recreation area in 1898. It's called Beach Bend uh, Park. And they have 400 campsites. They have the uh, amusement park with various rides that are mostly kind of along the line of of, um, Ferris wheel, or not Ferris, uh, like carnival rides, a lot of those. But they also have some others that you're not going to find in a carnival because they are, you know, big and permanent. They've got a pretty, pretty decent uh, wooden roller coaster that if you wanted to put one in, a, you know, in a very tight area <clears throat> and take up every inch of space, uh, this thing did it. Uh, but they also have a racetrack. So they, uh, you know, there wasn't any races going on, but they've, they've got a racetrack there also so it's a uh it's a nice little amusement park it's not horribly expensive uh the prices are about like what you would for food like you would pay at mcdonald's you know for a value meal or something and they've got a lot of different you know water things to do you know from multiple pools uh to little kid stuff you know where you got the giant bucket dumps over uh they have one two three Four, five, six. I think they have seven water slides 
uh, that are the, the good size ones where you, you know, you either have to use a mat or you have to use an inner tube to go down. But we let him have the map and he chose what we went to and how many times we rode it. So he was in charge and the other four of us that went, uh, we, uh, we, uh, followed his lead, which, you know, how many kids get that kind of freedom? Uh, to to do that. So this was a special, special thing. Uh, I think he was ready. I mean, we had a lot of fun, but he was ready to get home. He was getting a little homesick. And, and I think Dawn was getting a little bit homesick too uh, for getting back here to all of our critters and, and stuff like that. So what I'm in telling you about this, what I want you to do is think about these kind of adventures because, you know, what we, we took a lot of different pictures. We're going to put them into a, a photo album for him so he can look at it, so he can remember these things as he gets older. So he can, and he, he's got pictures of us with him too. So, you know, yes, toys are nice. Toys are fun. Video games can be a lot of fun, and he likes playing his video games. But when you, when you give a kid an adventure... That's out of the ordinary. That, I think, creates a totally different kind of memory. And it gives them an example also of how they can live their lives. Having adventures. See, when I was in Scouts many, many, many years ago, that was the, the parts of Scouts that I remember is not so much, you know, I don't know, how would I describe it? It wasn't the meetings. Yes, I know we had meetings, and there's a little few little memories of unique things that happened at meetings, but most of the meetings were just routine, and those were skills building and leadership building, and they were very important. But what I remember now, 40 to 50 years later, what I remember now are adventures. And sometimes they were the adventures where everything went wrong. You know, you're on a camping trip and, and it decides that we're going to have monsoon rains. Um, when you have to try to dig ditches around your tent because your tent and your sleeping bag is getting underwater. Uh, when you... Uh, when you're hiking in the Rocky Mountains, which was an incredible adventure at Philmont, and literally on Friday the 13th, it rained on us hard three different times while we're on the trail. Um, you know, doing a canoe trip to Canada, hiking in southern Indiana, very painfully hard because I was very out of shape, but we were... Uh, we were getting prepped for doing Philmont Scout Range. So we did a lot of hiking. Hiking on the Amaquan Sippy Trail. And we were, we hiked in the last month. It was the first week of December in, what year was that? Um, 81. December of 81. We went up somewhere in the Bloomington area where the uh, uh, Spoon River is. And it was the Amaquan Sippy Trail. It was a 20-mile hike. 
hard, hard hike to do, but we had been building up to it. And at the end of December, they closed the trail after 20 years of the trail being run. The guy said, you know what? I'm closing it. You know, it's, it's time to do something different in my life. And it was sad, but it, you know, I, I consider it such an honor to have hiked that trail now 40 years ago, which means, you know, it was 60 years ago that it was started. You know, these are, these create memories and you can do that with your kids, with your grandkids. You can do those kind of things even, you know, with adult children. Who's to say you can't have adventures as adults? You know, maybe they, they you don't want to crawl around in a cave. Uh, maybe you don't want to hike in the Rockies. Although, you know, Aaron and I with his scout troop back in, do, 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 when was it? 2011. I wasn't a spring chicken then. And, and we did uh, six days of backpacking in the Beartooth Wilderness of Montana. You know, you can still do those kind of things. How about the current river? Uh, if you enjoy, you know, canoeing, if you enjoy water, the current river in, in uh, south central Missouri is an incredible place for adventure. It's a very long river. You can literally canoe it over the course of a week. Uh, you know, most I've done is three days uh, and did 55 miles. But for years, I took uh, either went with or took church youth groups on the current river. And that can be quite a fun adventure. You know, taking adventure to a city if you live out in the country. If you live in the city, taking, taking an adventure to the country and seeing something different. You know, get a, get a tent and get a, a Walmart quality air mattress. Because, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't like sleeping on the ground anymore if you ever did like sleeping on the ground. And get out there and have some adventures. You can go camping. You can go on camping trips. But I don't like bugs. Okay, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> And go have some adventures. Make the most of this summer. If you're worried about it being hot, guess what? Take an adventure further up north. If it's wintertime or late fall, it's like, well, it's kind of getting cold for me. Go down south somewhere. If you got the financial means to do better than a camper or to better than a tent, then get a little bitty pop-up camper. There's, they're all the time on Facebook Marketplace. I'm sure they're on eBay also. Uh, or, or our neighbors getting rid of one. And go have adventures. We have so many national parks that are just waiting to be explored. We have so many state parks that are waiting to be explored. We have, it's amazing how many county parks that there are. And then, of course, you have all the private campgrounds that have exciting things to do as well. But go make some memories. Take the time to do something. Get out of your regular routine and create some adventures for yourself, for you and your spouse, for you and your kids, for you and your grandkids, for you and some friends. Go have adventures Make 
memories. Make memories that last a lifetime. Take lots of photos. Then take them off your phone. Go to Walmart, print them out, or or edit them into a book that you know you can get a week later. Oh, there's a baby bird learning to fly. Oh, it's a little sparrow, and it's down on the ground, and he's oh, little thing is desperately trying to fly. Goes about anywhere from one foot to about five foot. And, and then drops down again. That is so cute. I love living on the farm. Uh, but get out there and, and do your thing and have fun. So that's my message for you today. I know I've talked about this before and you may be tired of it. Oh, Larry's going off on this ramble again. Oh my God. Well, guess what? It's worth talking about. It's something I believe in. It's something that I try to do. So get out there and do that. You still have time this summer. You still have time. Oh, one more thing that was a cool thing for me. Um, I had mentioned before, kind of giving a commercial for this uh, new telescope that uh, the Park Service was ordering for Aaron to use. He's in charge of doing the uh, night sky programs at Mammoth Cave. It came in. And we were able to do a private uh, 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 star party with this. Now, it happened to unfortunately be on the day when Kentucky was invaded with smoke from the uh, numerous fires up in Canada, the wildfires up there. So we didn't have as good of skies. It took longer for this uh robot uh, telescope to uh, find stars and then uh, he uh, you know when you turn on you say okay get you know get yourself set up it starts looking through the skies and doing a scan to find all the different constellations and stars so it knows its exact GPS coordinates and you uh, you you control it by your phone and more than one person can have access to it at any given time so and then it takes these 10 second time exposures over and over and over again and stacks them one on top of another so when you look up on a perfectly clear night and you see you know you you see the pinpoints of light that are the stars you see brighter pinpoints that are the the planets and then you may see little somewhat fuzzy stars and those are nebulous uh, where there's, you know, uh, dust and, uh, you know, different gases and stuff that are clustered together. Some of them are in the process of baking stars. Some are absolutely huge or what have you. Well, we zoomed in on the or we had it point at the Eagle Nebula. And it started taking and stacking time exposures. Now, it wasn't the best night because of the the haze and cloudiness from the smoke. But after about a half an hour, it stacked up. Well, what would it be? Uh, six times 30, 180. It was, it was somewhere around... Um, 150 or more 
uh, time lapses that it stacked up and you could see this nebula and the shape of the nebula. And if we had like a few hours for it to collect data and stack it up and everything, this is the nebula that has the pillars of creation in it. If you don't know what that is, look it up. And and it it what you can start to see those things, you know, kind of materialize. And I think if we, you know, had a better night and if we had, you know, the opportunity to let this thing just run for a few hours, we would have had some incredible photos. So that was that was my fun geeky time. <laughs> checking out uh the uh the telescope that they now have at, at mammoth so if you do go down to mammoth um give a call if you don't know what dates you're gonna pick give a call down there and find out when they're doing a star party now you may still have clouds you may have rain i mean that the weather happens but you may be able to to uh experience that telescope down there and the star parties are free there's no charge for those so Anyway, that's enough for today. We've got chores to do. We're helping out uh, another family today and tomorrow. So we're going to be very busy. So I need to wrap up this and we will catch you next time with a cup of coffee and whatever I decide to talk about. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye-bye.